Shabbat Kofhei, the last thing we were discussing was, uh, we brought down from the Mishnah, that writing on top of writing, putting ink on top of the ink that's already there, um, is not like it would be Yehuda, because Yehuda said it would be Hayav, and he calls that writing, and our Mishnah said it was Patur. We also said writing one uh, letter at the end, makes which makes the entire Sefer Torah kosher, you are goes according to everyone because you're mashlim the sefer, you're completing the sefer. And we saw Rabbi Ami who said that if you wrote uh, one letter in one city, one in the other, and you could just put it together, you'd still hayav. And when we said you're patur, it's when you can't uh, put it together no matter what. We said fixing one letter would also be mehayav you. Because now uh, turning the Aresh into Dalad, you fixed the entire sefer Torah. And we said splitting the 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 height and making it two zines is you would also be hayav if ever if all the 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 crown on top was there. With that, we're starting on kuf he amud aleph, second line towards the end. Katav otahat notrikon. A person who writes one letter as an abbreviation. Rabbi Yosheb ben Bitrami hayav hachamim potrim. Amar biyohanan mishum Rabbi Yosi ben Zimra. Minayin l'shon notrikon minah Torah. How do we know that? Uh, uh, we have uh, abbreviation letters in the Torah. Ab hamon goyim netaticha. Ab netaticha laumot. I gave you a father to a lot of nations. Bahur netaticha baumot. I gave you as uh, the chosen one for a lot of nations. Hamon. Haviv netaticha baumot. I made you beloved by a lot of the nations. Melech netaticha laumot. I gave you a king over the nations. Vatik netaticha baumot. I made you distinguished among the nations. I made you trusted among the nations. Rabbi Yohanan said on his own example, Anochi, for example, that's a, that's a not recon, it's, a, it's an abbreviation. Right? Alif Nun Chaf Yud. Ana Nafshi Ketivat Yavit. The Kadosh Baruch is saying, what's Anochi? I myself wrote and gave the Torah. Rabbanan Amre. Hachamim say, what's Anuchi? Amira Naima Ketiva Yehiva. A pleasant uh, saying was give, was written and given. Some say Anuchi Lemafreya. Look at it backwards. Yehiva Ketiva Nemanin Amaria. It was given in writing and the words are uh, reliable. They're, they're, they're trusted. They learned from somewhere else. Kiara Taderech Lenegdi. The Malach told Bil'am, the, the way that you're going is annoying to me. Uh, she, uh, so the, the Netrikon is, Yarat is Yare'ah Ra'ata Nateta. The donkey was afraid, it saw an angel, Yare'ah Ra'ata, and it, Nateta means it turned aside. The Beri Bishmael, Carmel, what does Carmel mean? It means uh, kernels, like Kar Male. Full head of uh, grain should be used for the Omer. Rav Habar Yaakov Amar Vehuke Lelani Kelelani Nimretzet. David Amelach said about Shimai Ben Gera. He told his son, "Be careful with, with uh, Shimai because he cursed me in an explicit curse." What's Nimretzet? Not Rikon. Called me a Noef. Who Moavi? Who he called? He said I'm a Moavi. Rotzeya. Who he called me a murderer? Sorer. Who he's an enemy. To Ivahu and he's a, he's an abomination. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak Amar Mane Daber Uman Itzadak. Yosef's brothers said that when they they couldn't justify themselves in front of Yosef, when it's Tadak is not Rikon, Nechonim Anachnu, we were upright, Sadikim Anachnu, 
Tehorim, we are pure. Dakim anachnu, we are clean. Kedoshim anachnu. The Masha explains that uh, they were trying to, they had what to, uh, they had what to say. They really, really did have what to say. If one writes two letters, two separate times, he knew in between. One in the morning, one in the afternoon. Rabban Gamliel Mechayev. Rabban Gamliel says, Hayav Hachamim Potriim. And the Gemara explains what exactly is the Mahloket. Uh, right away. Bemaika Miflage. Rabban Gamliel Savar. What's the Mahloket? Rabban Gamliel Savar. En Yedi'a Lachatsi Shur. There's no Yedi'a. There's no awareness that you didn't Avera for half a Shur. You only wrote one letter. Rabban Savar. Yesh Yedi'a Lachatsi Shur. There is uh, awareness for half a Shur. Meaning a full shiur is, is is two letters. You only wrote one, and that's it. The idiah stops it. Now there is a new isur. Hadan alach habone. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, haoreg shelosha hotin b'techila. Person who weaves three threads uh, to begin a cloth. Vehadal arig, or if you add one thread on a fabric that's already woven, hayav. Hachamim v'hachamim omrim ben b'tachila ben basof shiroshne hotin. It doesn't make a difference at what point you are with this cloth. It's always two threads. Haoseshte b'ten yirin. You put a thread into the eye of the heddle. If you need help uh, for pictures, you could look at hinuch.org or Google. They'll explain to you exactly how a loom works. Um, but if you put that, uh, you put that string in the eye of in a banirin in the heddles or bakiros. The Gemara will explain what that is. Banapa and a sieve. Bakevara, a coarser, a bigger sieve, ubasal, a basket, a hayav. Batofesh, a tetefirot, a person who sews two stitches, bakoreal menatit poshtet firot, or if a person tears a cloth in order so he could sew two stitches, he's hayav. Kiatar avitzhak, taneshtaim. When avitzhak came from, uh, when he came from Eretzel to Babel, he said, no, Rabbi Eliezer said, uh, it's two hutin, uh, not, uh, not three. But over here in our Mishnah, we see three. Like my answer is, Lakasha, no, there's no problem. Habali, may habiktine, all depends. Are the, are the strings thick or are they thin? And some explain it this way and some explain it this way. Meaning, some explain it like this. If they're thick strings, three, uh, uh, three strings will not like unravel. but two will unravel. if they're thin, even two will not unravel. And therefore, a person's hayav, even if he weaves only two thin threads. Some explain it the other way. thin thread, three are noticeable. You could tell that they're there. Tere two are not noticeable. Alime, but with with thicker strings. Tere nami two you could even know. Tanya haoreg shelosha chotin b'tachila. Person weaves three th- threads in the beginning. Vehad al arigin one on a woven fabric. Hayav your the hachamim omrim ben b'tachila ben basof shoran shenechotin. Ubasafa, and if it goes along the edge of the uh, of the cloth, the minimum is two threads, the width of uh, three, I guess, uh, three heddle eyes. That's this. That's what we explain it. What's it? What's it similar to? It's like someone making a small belt. It's the size. It's two threads in the width of. Three uh, heddles or rows. 
וההורג שלושה חוטאים בתחילה, person who sows three threads in the beginning, ואחד על ההריג, and one thread to a, or something to a red that was already there, חייב סתמה כרבי אליעזר, it's probably a סתם like רבי אליעזר. תניה אידך, we have another bright, ההורג שני חוטאים על הגס, a person who weaves two threads onto a, uh, onto a large piece of uh, woven fabric, ועל האמרה, or uh, two threads on the border of a new fabric, חייב, רבי אליעזר אומר, אפילו אחד, even if you weave one extra thread, you're hayav. And on the edge, two threads, the width of three uh, head lies. Hayav, that's when you'd be hayav. A person who's making a small belt. It's two threads, the width of three uh, head lies. A person who weaves two extra threads on a piece of a thick piece or a large piece of woven fabric, or on the border of a new uh, new fabric, hayav stama kerabanan. This is a stam like a hachamim in our mishnah. A person who sets uh, he puts two threads into the the heddle eyes, that I guess in the loom, whatever whatever it is. My banirin. What does the Mishnah mean when it says in the heddles? Amar Abaye, tarte bebate nira. It's a system where each thread is warped two times by the by the loop, and one time around the the entire rope itself. Bakeros. My bakeros. What's a keros? Amar av metzuvita. It's the frame of where you will set up uh, the, the 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 loom where you weave. The person who stitches two stitches. But you already told this to me by the avot melachot. So why do you need to teach me again? They want to tell me the sefer of you. The end of the Mishnah where it says of a person who rips in order to stitch two, uh, two stitches. Just amount that space. So they also said uh, the person who is stitching. You also told me a Korea by the Avot Melachot. They want to teach me the next Mishnah. Person who tears because it's a piece of a shirt or something because he's angry or he's sad for his dead person. So that's why they wrote Tefirot. And a person who rips in order to stitch two stitches, where do you find that? When you made it, when you made with the cloth like a pocket where it's lumpy, it's 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 all over the place, and you want to rip in order to strain it out, then you'd be hayav if you rip two tears. A person ripped uh, his shirt because he's angry, or for uh, he's sad because uh, he had uh, someone died. Or he just uh, acted angry and he started to want to destruct stuff. He want to ruin stuff. Peturin. They're all uh, they're all not patur. They're not hayav. But if a person destroys something in order to fix it later, shiuro kim taken. His you know the shiur is like anyone who wants to fix something. Meaning if it's a, if it's a shirt, it's a two stitches and so on.
Shi'ur hamlaben v'amlapet, a person who wants to whiten or disentangle something, or someone who dies or he spins thread, it's the size double of uh, the area between your middle finger and the index finger when it's stretched apart. And if a person who weaves two uh, two threads, it's, his minimum is the, also the size of a full seat, not the double seat. Person who tears in it because he's angry or, or he's an evil, he's sad. He did the mitzvah of, uh, of the keri'ah, of ripping when he's in mourning. Now here we see his hayav, and uh, in our Mishnah it sounds like he's patur. If it's his own dad, where he's going to have to rip anyways, then yeah, he's hayav. But if it's uh, someone who's not shayach to him, he's just uh, sad, and therefore he's, he's patur. But the Mishnah says uh, his met. No, we're talking about uh, his own relative who's dad. But it's a cousin, it's a grandparent. You're not hayav avelut, and then you don't have to rip. But if he's a hacham, he, uh, he has to rip his clothing. Everyone's hayav. Everyone has to go sit regular shiva. Everyone is like his relative, that uh, they all have to ha- be in some sort of mourning. And the, the Brayta continues. Everyone has to rip, everyone has to uh, shoulder, bear their uh, shoulder, everyone has to eat that sauda uh, for the morning people uh, in, the, in the street. Ill in the street. If a person did it for hacham, uh, he's, uh, he has to do it, and then if he did it on Shabbat, he's hayav. So the man says, We're not dealing with the hacham. But now the Gemara asks also, But if he's Adam Kasher, you also have to rip. Why does a person's son and daughters die when they're small? So you could cry for someone who's, who's a tzaddik. Well, you want him to cry so you take his kids? Would they take his kids so you could cry for someone else? Ela, why they take away his children? Because he did not cry for a tzaddik. Person who cries for someone who is a tzaddik, they forgive all his avonot because of the kavod that he did. Okay, so if that's a tzaddik person, he's a tzaddik, right? And he ripped his clothing. Uh, he should be hayav if he did on Shabbat. But if he's there, he has to rip. Person who stands by that person when by time when when the neshama leaves, he has to rip his clothing. What's it like? It's like a Sefer Torah that was burnt. Every person's like a Sefer Torah. And then when he passes away, it's like a Sefer Torah was burnt. You have to rip. So now if a person was there and he ripped his clothing, he should be Hayav. He wasn't there. And therefore he's Patur. 
So now the Gemara goes back. Okay, now we, we resolve the whole Lamet situation. But they're still uh, uh, arguing between the, what the Mishnah said, the person who rips when he's angry, and what the Braita said when the person rips when he's angry. Mishnah said he's patur, and the Braita said he's hayav. The Gemara answers, Hamato, Hamato, Nami Lokashia, anger is also not a problem. Harbi Uda, Harbi Shimon. The Braita. That's ha the ha uh, the one that ha is the brayta that said he's hayav. Rabbi Udad Amar Melchash and Sruchal Gufa hayav alia. You ripped even though you didn't need to rip in order to saw. You're still hayav. Ha the Mishnah that said patur. Rabbi Shimon the Amar Melchash and Sruchal Gufa patur alia. You'd be patur. The Gemara asks back. Emma the Shemat the Rabbi Udad mitaken. Maybe when Rabbi Udad said you're hayav and Melchash and Sruchal Gufa when you're trying to fix. That guy was ripping because he's angry, he's breaking because he's angry, he's going to be He's also fixing. Why? He's giving his yetzer. He's chilling himself out. The minute he starts ripping and breaking, and he comes down. Are you allowed to do such a thing? A person rips his clothing because he's angry. A person starts breaking things in the house because he's angry. He starts throwing his money, ripping his money because he's angry. He's worshipping Avodah Zarah. He tells you one day to do this, one day to do that. And then you end up doing it. You have no, no control over yourself. That says Becha inside of you. Which is the Elzar, the, the foreign God that's inside of a person. So you see, this is not fixing, Ella destroying. And the question is, why is Rabbi Yehuda Mechayev? He's doing it. So he's starting to rip clothing to scare the people in his house. Rabbi Yudah would rip the corner or, or the edge of his of his clothing. He would break broken kelim. Rav Sheshat threw, I guess, uh, the fish, uh, pickled, whatever it is, the brine. Uh, he threw it at the, the, the at the maid servant. Rabbi Abba Tavar Nachtema. Rabbi Abba broke uh, like a lid of a pitcher. So if they're breaking and they're doing a positive, uh, like they, they have a reason to do what they're doing. Whatever, if you like it or not, look at the mifashim. But it, uh, the point is, they're trying to get the goal and they're doing it by breaking. Then they should be hayav if they did it on Shabbat, even though they're mekalkel. And again, this is according to Rabbi Yudaz Mehayav and Melchash Natsricha Legufa. Person cries for someone who's good, it's a dick. Kadosh Baruch takes those uh, those tears and he counts them and he puts it in the storehouse. Kadosh Baruch you see how he uses the, the word counted with the, with. Uh, with the word tears. 
a person who is lazy when it comes to the eulogy of a hacham, they should be bury him in it while he's alive. They buried Yahushua by his inheritance by Timnat Serach, which was north of the mountain of Gash. Gash is another way of saying like an earthquake. The, the mountain was trembling, it wanted to kill them because they didn't eulogize uh, Yahushua properly. A person was lazy with the eulogy of Hacham, won't have long days. The same measure that you send her away, that you're going to be measured. He has a pasuk that goes against him. The elder people they had long lives, so you see they did have a long life. They didn't, uh, they weren't lazy with this eulogy. They had long days, but they didn't have long years. Meaning they had a good life, but just not a long life. We're only going to have long, uh, long days, but we're not going to live too long. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives a beracha, he means long days and long years. We will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.